gotta have gut hope. It's gotta get better. It's gonna get better. You've got this. This is the Gut Hope Podcast. Gotta have gut hope. Gut hope. Hope. Inspiration. And healing. It can happen. Hello, and welcome back to the Gut Hope Podcast. I am super excited to be talking to you today and introducing to you my new friend, Kim. I want to tell you a little bit about her, what I know about her. I found her, well, at the very beginning on the GIcure.com website under the testimonials section. If you go there, you're going to see her picture. You're going to see a before and after picture. And as I was looking for answers for my son, her testimonial just stood out to me so strongly because you could see here's this beautiful lady that's just sick in the before picture and you're like oh my goodness and then you see this after picture and it's this beautiful lady still but very healthy and that's how I felt about my son and I could see him in her and I just felt for her situation but then when I read her testimonial I was like this lady has gone through it and it worked for her and it's hard to make a decision and put your trust in someone when you don't know what's going to happen you really I mean there's so many ideas out there and uh, so Kim's testimonial meant a lot to me and helped me make the decision to move forward with the GI cure protocol and obviously my son let's see it's uh may 7th right now and he's still doing good for anybody who's curious he's rocking it and uh kim who i'm about to introduce has been rocking it for about three years which is a long time for all the doubters out there uh, that is an amazing period of time to be healthy so without any further ado i want to introduce kim how are you this morning I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for joining us on the Gut Hope podcast and sharing your story. Um, I hope I didn't embarrass you too much there. Not at all. Okay. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> good. Um, well, let's just get started with your story. I'm going to let you kind of go where you want to go and talk about it, but let's let's just start at the beginning. Where did you first start seeing problems and knowing that something was wrong? Okay, um, so uh, the beginning of October 2016, I had my second child, and three weeks later is when my symptoms started. Um, oh, wow. I was having um, bloody diarrhea several times a day, um, but I had just had a baby a couple weeks ago, and so I just thought, you know, your body's changing, things are trying to go back to normal, hormones are going crazy, um, so I just thought... This is part of the recovery. Sure. Um, so after about 10 days of it nonstop, I called the OB and told them what was happening. And so they brought me in to talk about it. And 
um, sent for a stool sample to make sure there wasn't any sort of a parasite or anything like that or infection, and there was not. Um, and the symptoms continued. So they sent me to a GI doctor who ordered um, a colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. So I had the colonoscopy in November of 2016. Um, she diagnosed me that day with ulcerative colitis. And um, I remember laying there, still kind of waking up from the anesthesia. I don't think I was out all the way, but you know, you're fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and gave me a script for, I believe it was Lyelda. Um, and I know nothing about it. I've never in my life gone against medical advice. And something in me, I want to say in my gut, something <laughs> in my gut was screaming, you are not taking this medicine. I don't know. I am. Um, I have a very strong faith. Uh, I believe in God. I believe in the Holy Spirit. And I feel like God was telling me I've got something else for you. So I went home and I had the script. I didn't fill it. Um, but I was like, after being told that this is going to be a lifelong disease and, you know, these medications, I'm probably not going to stay on Lyalda forever. You're probably eventually going to have to switch to something stronger and something stronger and something stronger. Um, I was like, I better start researching this because I just feel so strongly that I'm not supposed to take it. Wow. And yeah, so I started researching and the side effects were worse than what I was already dealing with. Um, Could I pause the, you for just yeah. a second then? Yep. So that's really surprising that you're just saying, I don't want to take anything. Uh, was your main symptom just blood in your stool or were you having pain and everything that's usually not, associated? Not so much pain. It was urgency and yeah. the blood. I mean, I would be up in the middle of the night breastfeeding my uh -huh. daughter and have to like, toss her to my husband to get into the bathroom. Right. Um, but there was no pain yet. Oh. It was just um, bloody diarrhea. Okay, that's, that's, okay. Go ahead, keep going. That. I'm okay. sorry to interrupt you there. Okay. And this is your first child, right? This is my second child. Your so second a, child. Yeah, okay. I had a two, two and a half year old son and then my daughter was three weeks old. All right. So you kind of been through a pregnancy and went, okay, mm -hmm. weird things happen afterwards. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. kind of were chalking a little bit up to that. I see. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So I was um, researching the medications online and not just the Lyle. I started looking into, you know, the stronger medications and the side effects were worse sounding to me than what I was already dealing with. They were... Um, uh, you know, some of the more vanity-related ones was weight gain and hair loss, which I'm a girl, like, that was hard to hear. Yeah. Um, but then there was some severe ones, like um, teeth breaking and cancer at injection sites for the biologics. And just, it sounded awful. And I felt so strongly that I was not supposed to take it. And so... I went um, to have the follow-up appointment with the GI and she asked me if I filled the prescription and I said, I'm not taking it. And basically she told me, I'm crazy. Um, you know, there's no cure for this. This is what you're gonna have to do. And I was like, I feel like I owe it to myself to look for another route before I dive into a lifelong medicated state. Wow, that um, must have been having never really done that before very difficult to stand up to your gi doc and say 
No. <laughs> it it was. To... I was shaking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you feel like a doctor has, you know, so much authority over you in the room, which, you know, in one aspect they do, but it's also, you know, I have to advocate for myself. And I just felt in my gut that this was not what I was supposed to be doing. Wow. Um, so I had no idea where to start. Um, so I started looking online, you know, for alternate routes and I was talking to family members and my mother-in-law, um, told me that it was either her or her son, my brother-in-law used this naturopath doctor, um, near their house, um, and to make an appointment with her. So I did, and she was actually retiring in three weeks. She had nobody coming in after her to keep her practice running, um, but she had this aloe drink that I could try. But the kicker was this was the last bottle. They weren't making it anymore. So oh, I my like, goodness. I know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I was like, I don't care. I will let me have your last bottle. Well, it started forming stools normally. Uh-huh. But then it was the last bottle. So once it was done, it started reverting back to the diarrhea. But... I found hope right there that there is something that is able to change what's happening. So I tried every kind of aloe that you could buy online or at health food stores. Nothing, nothing worked. But I held on to that moment of that aloe worked for me. I'm going to find something. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that I mean, I can understand where you're coming from. You find a temporary reprieve of something where nothing was changing it and you're like there's something to this there I, is that, something yeah that's yeah. great i'm so happy that happened for you yeah because you I could mean, have gone it, another way right so oh, for sure for sure but it was that one little thing you know and you like i said i yeah. searched everywhere i'm like i will buy bottles of this aloe on the black yeah. market it just didn't exist i, I couldn't find anything that worked the same you, that's interesting too is because we we hear someone say well does aloe work does this work you know there's there's obviously more in this drink that you were having than just aloe right, right because you're right. trying these other products and they're not working not working at all. and how different we all are and how we all react like you read online somebody says oh i took this aloe drink and they'll go mm -hmm. buy some other aloe product it's not working for me right right <laughs> so yeah. it's as, that's exactly what we go through isn't it okay okay keep yep. going okay so now i'm done with this aloe drink i'm back to having diarrhea because my mm -hmm. aloe is gone and i'm on a hunt for something else to help me um no other naturopath doctors i would call and have a couple consultations on the phone with people but nobody was really confident sounding that they could help me with this um so it took 18 months before i found dr snow and i don't know how i never found him because wow. i was searching constantly and yeah. his name never came up um so during those 18 months i was 100 percent untreated with anything wow um, I was extremely sick when I found Dr. Snow, which I found him on Pinterest. He popped up on a pin. Really? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It doesn't even make sense. I'm pretty sure I was searching like home decor and it was like, this guy could save your life. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> um, but I was really sick by the time I found him. Um, I was going to the bathroom 15 to 30 times a day. Wow. And um, I 
didn't, I wasn't quite at my lowest weight yet, but at my lowest weight, I had lost 65 pounds and I was 101 pounds. I was skin and bones. I looked like, do you remember the scene? Well, I guess it's all of the scene because he looks the same. E.T., how he was just like this bloated (laughs) belly and then just like skin on Uh his bone. That is what I looked like. I was just gross. I was so sick. Um, and so I called, or actually before I called, I read the little, um, online free little book he has. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this guy's going to do it. I felt so strongly, just as strong as I felt like God was telling me, you are not taking this medication. I felt that same like rush. Like this is, this is what I've got for you. Wow. And so I went home and told my husband about it. And I was like, it's $300. This sounds like a scam. <laughs> but we were like, it's $300. Like, if, if it is a scam, it's $300. It's not the end of the world. Um, that's we a, couldn't... <laughs> that, I'm laughing because that's exactly how I felt. I mean, oh yeah. because if you've been to the website, you're kind of like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he talks about Twinkies. Uh, like, come yeah, on, who uh, is this guy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's three hundred bucks. All these other doctors are charging me thousands of dollars. Right. Um, but we felt like we couldn't afford to not try it because I was so sick. Um, and so I set up my consultation with him, and it was within minutes on the phone with him. He had me so at ease. He had me laughing. He had me so confident that he could get me well that's the exact same experience that i had also it's like the first person who offered hope and said you're cool you got diarrhea that's fantastic (laughs) you know it's honestly he made it normal to talk about extreme pooping right he's like oh that's wonderful (laughs) oh we're on prednisone that's great oh we're doing this (laughs) wonderful keep doing that you know it's like wow okay i like the way you're talking to me And saying that this bad stuff is actually good. Yeah. I think there's like real power in that actually to have somebody telling you this. And I think it makes it actually makes a difference in your healing process. You talked a little bit about your belief in God and your faith. Mm -hmm. Having faith in something that it will heal you has power, right? And when you first read that book, like I did and said, okay, you know, there's something to this. I yeah. I had the same experience when I read it. I was like, there's something to this. It may be wrong. <laughs> but it I might be scamming me, but I'm going to try it. But you're telling me something different than what everyone else is telling me. Yep. Right? Yep. You can't find someone else saying the same thing online, except all of us kook balls that are, <laughs> that are following this protocol. <laughs> okay. So back to that. You talked with him. He yep. made you feel awesome. What happened? Awesome. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I went, I do. I love him. He's my favorite person. Yep. Uh, if you're listening, Dr. Snow, shout out to you. You're my favorite. Um, so I went on the, you know, the initial protocol. I can't even remember all the things that were on it because it was so long ago. But, um, you know, the initial one that gets you started that I know there was colostrum um, and I can't remember a few other ones. The colostrum did not work for me. Mm. Uh, that was one of the ones I had to get off kind of quickly, um, which just proves that he really does adjust and accommodate to each person's individual needs. Everybody basically starts out on the same protocol, but then it's adjusted for your specific needs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were lots of adjustments. 
I didn't see any improvements right away. He he did say that he thought he would get me well in about four months, uh, and that was not the case. Um, it was uh, a full year that I was on the protocol. Yeah. Um, but I trusted him completely. I did not keep the timeline in my mind, and that's one of the main um, pieces of advice I give to people is whatever timeline he tells you or anybody tells you, throw it out the window because your body's going to heal in however amount of time it's going to need to heal, Uh, but it will heal. That's the thing. That's great advice. Really, really good advice. Because when you're told something like you you should be feeling better in this amount of time Mm -hmm. and you don't hit that, that could be devastating. Oh yeah. It can crush somebody's hope that they were hanging on to because all they're clinging to is this tangible timeline and you pass it. But throw the timeline out the window. Throw it out. It doesn't matter. Um, But about two months into the protocol, still not seeing any improvements, and I am faithful to this protocol. I don't miss a supplement. I don't take food any more or less than 30 minutes before or after. I don't touch any restricted foods. Um, But I kept getting these low-grade fevers. Wow. And I didn't know if I was... um, just because I, my body was just so sick. He didn't know what was happening. Um, but in June of what year is this? Let's see, 2018. Um, so I'm having these fevers. In June of 2018, uh, I dropped to my knees in extreme pain, excruciating pain. Um, and my husband takes me to the emergency room and I have to have my appendix out. Did not burst, but it was getting close. So um, they said that the colitis was the cause of <laughs> the appendicitis, and the appendicitis is aggravating the colitis, and it's just a vicious circle. Um, so I get my appendix out the next morning, and I feel great the next day. Wow. And they, I'm eating, things are going well, and they come in and tell me what they want to test me for C. diff. And I'm like, no, this is my life. Like I'm going to be in the bathroom all the time. I don't have C. diff. I've had ulcerative colitis for however long now. They're like, no, 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 we're going to check you. Well, of course I have C. diff in the hospital. So now, so now everybody's coming in basically in hazmat suits to take care of me. And the medication they gave me was flagell which made me very sick and throwing up with brand new incisions um, to have my appendix out. So my stomach felt like it was just going to burst open. Um, Just crying constantly. I just felt terrible. Um, I have these, I have a two and a half year old and a little baby. And it was just, it was just awful. It was awful. This Um, sounds like, I don't know your whole story yet, but is this the lowest point I hope? Um, <laughs> it gets worse. I feel like it just gets worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, this is, I'm just, this is probably really bad. I'm really imagining this like, and I imagine that while you're in the hospital, they're giving you all kinds of static for not treating your ulcerative yes. colitis. Why aren't you yes. on your meds? Yes. So let me ask you this though. You're two months into the protocol at this point, mm-hmm. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Yes. And, and are you seeing any improvement at this point? Or no was improvement it? yet. No, Man. actually, yeah. I, because they 
pumped me full of antibiotics to get uh, for taking my appendix out to make sure there was no infection and then i ended up on c diff and had or had c diff and yeah. had to go on medication antibiotics to get rid of it um i i text or emailed dr snow and i was like what do i do and he was like just stop the protocol clean up the c diff let's get that out and then restart it okay um, so the c diff normally a lot of people don't heal on their first round of um antibiotics for it but i did thankfully oh that's good yeah so i was able to start the protocol up right away it was about a week or two later that i good. started it back up wow um, i needed some good news there you were really yeah. bringing me down <laughs> oh don't worry there'll be more oh um, no oh no well so after the c diff was cleaned up um can we talk about c diff just a little sure. bit for the people yeah. who don't uh, know about it can you just explain a little bit about what that is and I and why that's really, so serious i don't really know too many technical terms i think that's at right. that point i was just basically like i've got this other thing i have to take more medication this is stopping my process i can't really give you too many facts about it but it's just your i believe your gut is just like completely void of any sort of good bacteria and bad bacteria is just running rampant right um and it's if you didn't have ulcerative colitis and you had c diff you would be having this crazy diarrhea so on top of the this are the diarrhea i'm already having it's being exacerbated with the c diff and the only way to clean it up is antibiotics, but we know from Dr. Snow that antibiotics are the cause of a lot of our problems, and so it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. Well, in the medical world, that's the only way they can treat C. diff is with right. heavy, heavy antibiotics. And like you were saying, sometimes it takes a couple rounds, mm -hmm. and some people struggle with it for a long time, for years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it really is a, lucky. It, well, you were blessed. and and to get through that seriously yeah. and to come out of that. Um, but it does, in order to do that, you have to put in some heavy antibiotics that kill everything in your gut. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So having done that, you're back on the protocol in a couple of weeks. So I'm back on the C. diff is cleared up and I get 26 days of perfect health. I have no diarrhea. You've counted those, I could tell. 26, oh, I counted. You better believe it. I counted. You're, you sound just like me. I, got, I pull out the calendar and like, Brent was good for these three days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We all yeah. know what that means. Anybody who's had like one good poop, you're like, yes. Yes. All right. Absolutely. So I had 26 days and I thought, this is it. Like, the colitis was aggravating my appendix. My appendix was aggravating the colitis. We mm -hmm. cleaned it up, got rid of the appendix. Like, this is what I needed for the protocol to really take off and start helping me. So 26 days, I'm smiling, I'm gaining a couple pounds. And then on day 27, it just comes raging back. Wow. All of it. I took one bite of food, not a restricted food, regular <laughs> food, one bite and I had to run up to the bathroom and everything in me just sank. Um, and my husband, I came down and he was like, did you just eat something and run? And I just started crying. And I was like, it's back. I know it's back. And it was. Wow. So kept on the protocol and I. Okay. Let me just explore this just a little bit okay. with you. <laughs> okay. You're sold out on the protocol. 
you're a hundred percent committed to this. Yes. Yep. It's not working for you. It's not working at all. How are you keeping your faith through this that like, yep, I'm doing the right thing. How I'm really curious, like how did you because a lot of people will just stop after, you know, a month and go, Okay, mm-hmm. let me now try celery <laughs> oh, yeah. juice. Let me I now go friends, try friends and family telling me it's not working. It's time to try something else. I was not doing it. I was yeah. not doing it. Um, God was so good to me and just kept that feeling so strong that this is what I have for you. Stay with it. You're going to get there. And I clung to that. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. I mean, I, I don't know how to explain that, but good for you, right? Aren't you glad that you did? I am <sighs> thankful every day, every day, because the alternative is, I'm, I'm going to be spending these days anyways, taking medication, having doctor's appointments constantly, going to a stronger medication, or I'm really going to give this a fighting chance. I'm not going to try it out for a month or two. I'm going to really give this a chance to change my body. And it did. That's awesome. So what did you do after day 27, after your <laughs> one bite? You're a low, low again, right? Yeah. Very so, low. This was at a time when Dr. Snow, he was busy, but he was more accessible. And um, I would talk to him almost daily, at least a few times a week, Uh, sometimes for questions and sometimes just because I was crying and I would need a cheerleader to tell me, have your moment, get it out, but then suck it up because you have to keep fighting if you want this. And I wanted it. And he walked me through it. Um, He was my absolute biggest cheerleader. Um, My family was, my husband especially, was a rock for me. Um, But I'm sure they still had doubts whether they were going to tell me or not. I'm sure there were still doubts in their mind. They saw how sick I was. I'm trying to take care of two kids from a bathroom. Um, But Dr. Snow never, ever let me go past having just a minute pity party for myself and then he was like okay get it back together we're doing this together and he wow. never he never let me feel it on my own or do it on my own or make any guesses on my own he was there for me all the time did he ever suggest like hey maybe you should go try some prednisone while we he, do this or maybe did. you should do this you know yep. Mm-hmm. He did tell me, he said, there's nothing wrong with needing help from that to get a jump start on it, uh-huh. um, to get like things settled down in my gut or, you know, just get a little head start. And I told him I am not doing it. Wow. I know that I am supposed to do your protocol and that's it. Wow. You are crazy. All right. I know. But, but I love it. Keep. <laughs> that's okay. The doctors tell me that I'm crazy, but. No, you did Joke's it. Joke's on them because I'm yeah, healthy. That's right. Um, yeah. So I uh, stuck with snow and I was on the protocol for a solid year. Uh, during that entire year, we were adjusting supplements, adding supplements, taking some away. Um, at one point, I was on 25 pills a day, um, which was a Whoa. lot. 25. Yeah. Um, and then... I can't remember the exact timeline, uh, but it was towards the end of the year, probably month 10, 10 and a half, um, is when we added the slippery elm bark. Mm -hmm. And when I first took it, I immediately sent him an email and I said, I'm so mad at you right now because this is so 
horrible tasting. I'm going to send you a video of me throwing it back up. <laughs> he was like, stop it and just take it. And I was like, I hate you so much, but you know I love you. So <laughs> I took it. Um, and I'm not lying. Immediately, my symptoms didn't improve, but immediately had like my stomach felt settled as soon as I took it. Like, you know, the frequency and the blood and everything was still there, but my stomach felt just settled. Like it wasn't churning is what I would say. Wow. Um, and about, I want to say it was about a week and a half to two weeks. Um, I started getting formed stools, still had some emergencies, still had diarrhea, but they were starting to form up. And this was and the only modification that had been made was adding that slippery This L. was the new one, yeah. And so I, again, talking to Snow every day or every other day, <laughs> I was like, you know, my body kind of always has responded better to less is more. I'm really sensitive to caffeine. Like, a little bit of caffeine will keep me up all night. Like, I just kind of do better with less is more. And I'm on 25 things. Yeah. And... And, you know, he wasn't offended that I was questioning what I was taking. He said, you know your body, let's work on it. I said, um, I'm, I want to stick with the elm for sure. And so we just started very slowly coming off of some of the supplements, um, decreasing the dosage and then eliminating them until I was left with only the slippery elm. And I was feeling completely normal, no more diarrhea, no urgency, no blood, no mucus, formed stools, um, and I was just taking the elm. Really? Yeah. How, how long was that process to... Mm -hmm. It's hard to remember. It, I know. So it started improving after about a week and a half. I'd probably say it was about a month, maybe a month and a half of taking it once I was off of everything else that I was... I mean, just completely normal. Wow. Um, but I religiously took it. I did not touch a restricted food. Mm -hmm. um, did not touch any restricted foods until I had no symptoms whatsoever for about seven months. Yeah. I was not jumping into that at all. That's good advice, too, I think. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. because the way that it's described to me is, okay, great, you're not having symptoms, but it doesn't mean you're healed yet just because you're not having symptoms. Sure. How he explained it to me was, um, you have a scab formed over these ulcers. Well, now you're going to go eat lettuce or popcorn or something rough, and it's just going to rip the scab right off. Yeah. And you're going to have to start over. And then you're going to see a couple days, oh, I'm not having symptoms anymore. Well, you're not healed yet. You just have a scab. And that scab has to heal underneath. And so I did not touch any food um, for about seven months. And then when I did, I just, I would pick one thing and have a bite or two of it. And that was it for the day. I didn't uh -huh. have a whole meal of anything or have several things because I needed to know exactly what each thing was going to do to me. And when I did start adding them in, I never, I never had any adverse reactions at all to anything. All right. So I'm just going to add this in. If somebody's a first time listener and just okay. listening to Kim's story about what it means to be on a restricted food, we're saying let's, let's not eat raw broccoli 
you can eat cooked broccoli. Yeah, no raw fruit, no raw vegetables, with the exception of banana, melon, papaya, and avocado. No nuts, no seeds, no popcorn, nothing sharp. Um, and then if there's anything specific to your body, he does not put you on like a no gluten or no dairy diet, but if that specific food item aggravates your system, then don't eat it. Like I could eat yogurt all day long, but somebody else, it might have aggravated their stomach. Um, yogurt was like my saving grace. Like that was the one thing I could eat and it wouldn't feel like it was going to kill me. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay, so with that explanation, uh, you went, it sounds like, uh, seven months without mm -hmm. trying any stuff, and, and this, you you maybe had a bite of broccoli and and found that you were okay. Mm -hmm. Was that exciting to you to... It was so exciting, and I don't think broccoli has ever tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was thrilled to eat these things that I haven't had in so long. Thrilled. Right, right. Thrilled about broccoli. And what happened after that then? You just continued to get to the point where you could eat what you wanted? or? Yep. I, so I just kept trying a couple bites here and there every day and then realized nothing was affecting me. I was still taking the Elm. And, um, yeah, I started gaining weight. Um, I've gained 30 pounds, maybe more, probably a little too healthy now. How many uh, girls celebrate that? <laughs> or guys for that matter? It, yeah, you know, like 30 was, pounds, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> And I had so much fun when I was able to eat food because I had this weight that I needed to gain. And I love to eat. I am uh -huh. an eater. I It was fantastic. <laughs> the doctor, he's like, okay, you need to gain 30 pounds. I was like, challenge accepted. Here I go. I'm going to eat all the cheeseburgers. And that's what I did. And unfortunately, not unfortunately, but... I gained it really quickly, and so my fun had to end a little bit sooner than I wanted it to, but um, it was great. Finally, I I was feeling like a, not just this sounds stupid or cliche, but I was kind of feeling like I was looking like a woman again. I uh -huh. just felt so gross about myself, and you know, there's the before and after picture. You can see a little bit of my um, shoulder yeah. bone poking out in the picture and my um, collarbone and you could see between my ribs and my spine and um, so to start filling out again um, it felt wonderful that's great and how was it like with your family what was obviously they're watching you go through all of this you've got these young kids how did you keep everything together I didn't. <laughs> I okay, fell apart good. a lot. Let's be I, honest. <laughs> yeah, I will be completely honest. Um, I mean, I have dealt with depression and anxiety um, for several different reasons for much longer than I've had ulcerative colitis, um, mm. but this exacerbated it for okay. sure. Um, I had these two little kids that I was missing out on doing anything with. Right. You know, I'd sit down to try to play with them and immediately I'm running to the bathroom or I just can't get off the couch. Everything hurts. Um, I just feel disgusting. Um, and I just feel like I missed out on a lot of them being so little. And um, my family, you know, they would come over and want to do things and I just, I didn't have the energy. Um, I've been doing hair for 20 years and so I'm used to doing my hair and putting my makeup on every day and they would come over and 
I probably wasn't showered and looked like death. And it's just the way you're used to being is no longer what you are. And it's really hard to look at yourself in the mirror that way. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being honest and sharing that because that's just the reality of this, right? It's just oh, the it's, truth. It's it's not just a physical. Yeah. I don't want to call it a disease because if you get into snows things, you'll know that it's not really a disease, but, um, you know, for lack of a better term, it's yeah. not just a physical disease. It is emotional. It takes a huge emotional toll on you and your family. I mean, my husband is working and having to take care of two little kids because I could not. And thankfully, my mom and my sister live nearby, so they would come help because I just couldn't. I couldn't do it by myself. I was way too sick. Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you this. Have you felt like you have more control over your depression and anxiety by having gone through this and um, getting your health back? Has that been affected by having better gut health? I feel like that was a huge part of it. Um, I still deal with a lot of depression and anxiety for other reasons. Um, but yeah. having my health back has been a huge turning point um, because I'm able to do things for myself and take care of myself when those episodes of anxiety or depression are feeling really strong. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was sick, I couldn't get up and go outside and get some fresh air, or go for a walk or do whatever I needed to do. I couldn't do any of those things. Like self-care. Um, you right. just all the self-care goes out the window right yeah well I, I i can totally understand and i i'm sure many of the listeners would understand how you feel did you f did you see other improvements in your life by healing your gut like i know a lot of people have experienced brain fog or skin problems hair loss things like that did, did you notice any of that stuff with you i didn't okay. actually um yeah i don't feel like I don't really feel like I had any of those issues. That's really great. I'm happy yeah. to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about your before picture um, in the testimonial, you know, where mm -hmm. your hair is kind of down and, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, it just looks, un, I, I'm not trying to be mean, just unhealthy, right? Yeah. You're just like, wow. And then the after picture, you just look so bright and alive. Uh, I'm so happy for this transformation that's happened with you. You've you. shared your story, I think, many, many, many times on Facebook or people reaching out asking you questions. What kind of advice would you have for people that have heard your story and maybe ask you follow-up questions and uh, are looking for answers? What kind of things do you typically tell people? Well, I feel like if they are looking up alternative uh, methods for healing or if they've come across Dr. Snow's page, then they're looking for something else besides just being medicated for mm -hmm. life. They know that there's something else out there. And um, I that's why I get asked so many questions every week and it's I have to tell my story over and over and it can be exhausting, but I do it because I, I wanted somebody desperately to tell me, hey, I did this and it works. And I just feel like take the chance, take the chance because there is this option out there that is going to help you. And it is a lot of hard work. It is not easy. It's 
can be a long process. Some people might start feeling better right away and some people might not throw the timeline out the window. Throw it out, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Just worry about any bit of improvement you see. Even if you go to the bathroom one time less today than you did yesterday, that's an improvement and be excited about it. Um, Just there is a way to get better. You do not have to be medicated for life. You don't have to. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's a great inspiration. One thing that I'm afraid of when I do these podcasts and just listening to your story is that someone might listen to this and go, oh, she was healed using slippery elm bark. (laughs) (laughs) And and just jump to that. You know, you, you want to jump to the end and go, oh, that's what I need. I'm going to go yeah. take that and then find out it doesn't work for them. Oh, what kind of advice? I'm I'm sure you don't just tell people, well, try slippery elm bark. It no, worked for I me. It's much more complicated <laughs> than that. So how, how do you kind of approach it? I know we refer people back to Snow and his mm-hmm. protocol. But how do you how do you kind of address that with people like, hey, don't just jump to the conclusion that this is your answer. Well, so I get that question all the time and <laughs> I tell them very honestly, I say this is what was the game changer for me. Um, but it, I've also heard several people say that Slippery Elm makes them feel terrible. It's mm-hmm. not, it's, the protocol is not a one size fits all. So something that works for me might not work for you and what works for you probably wouldn't work for me. It is all based on your specific needs. So you can talk to Dr. Snow about it. Hey, this person had success with Slippery Elm. What do you think about adding it in? But I would not take that upon yourself to make that decision without consulting him. Yeah, that's the same advice I would give someone. Mm -hmm. My son uh, was, or I assume that you're taking the Slippery Elm from Moss Nutrition, is that right? Yeah. And uh, I think theirs has, well, I know it does. It has frankincense, Boswellia in it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that, that's just a factor too. I would just bring that up. Um, I remember the first time he took it, he mixed it up and I was like, well, what does it taste like? He never lets me drink or taste his stuff. <laughs> it's like, this is mine. This is for my healing. It's not for your enjoyment. You know, <laughs> I was like, okay. So I, you know I how enjoy you, this one. <laughs> you know how you stir it up and you got to let it sit for a little while, like 15 yeah. minutes until you drink it, turn into its slurry state. Oh, I know. So he he got it going and he walked away once and I said, oh, I just want to taste this. And I was like, yep, uh, that's what it tastes like. And uh, because I asked him, what does it taste like? And he just says, "Uh, herby. Mixed with with vomit, I think. Oh, when I first got it, I made it for everybody, for my husband, for my mom. I was like, if I have to take this, you guys are going to. You need to know what I have to do. It is so bad. Yeah. He's such a good kid. He just drinks his stuff and oh, he's just great. like, Irby. Oh, Irby. what does Irby, that really intrigued me. I was like, what does Irby <laughs> taste like? And then I drank a little sip and I was like, yep, that's Irby. Okay, that's Irby. <laughs> tastes like a tree. Yeah. Hey, is there anything else you'd like to add before uh, we end our session here? It's been great talking with you. So fantastic. Such a great well, story. I'm just so excited that I could tell my story. Um, I feel like, um, you know, so many people ask me and I feel like it does sound scripted when I tell them my story because I repeat it to so many people. But Mm -hmm. um, 
Dr. Snow honestly changed my life and he gave me my life back. Um, I, I don't know where I would be if yeah. I hadn't have found him. I don't know if I would have ended up on medication. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done, but he gave me my life back and I will be forever, forever grateful to him. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for joining me and thank you for your uh, podcast testimonial. I hope it serves as inspiration to others and uh, gives them some direction. At the end of all my podcasts, I ask one question. Uh, do you have gut hope? I do have gut hope. And I think everybody can. Um, if they are willing to put in the work and um, just honestly give him um, the trust that he needs to walk you through this, you will you will come out healthy on the other side. I don't know how long it's going to take you or someone else. I don't know why some heal faster than others, but you will heal. And um, I'm living proof. Thank you so much. And thanks for taking the time. Have a fantastic day and just continue to be healthy. Thanks so much, Steve, for having me. All right. <laughs>